The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Welcome into At The Podium. This is episode 17, brought to you by the five folks at SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. I am your host, Michael Kist. Follow me on Twitter at MichaelKistNFL. Of course, it's the usual triple threat of press conferences for this show. First up is Doug Peterson after the 24-0 win against the Washington Redskins in Week 17 action that helped push the Eagles into the playoffs. Then Nick Foles discusses his performance, including tying the record with 25 consecutive completions. And then Doug Peterson's press conference from today covers Nick Foles' health with his bruised ribs, and he drew some parallels between the win over the Los Angeles Rams and the upcoming playoff game with the Chicago Bears. We'll be hitting the content hard this week. I'm already knee-deep in Bears film, and you're going to get your regular lineup of shows with a total of four previews, maybe more, coming your way this week on the Bleeding Green Nation feed. We look forward to covering the playoffs from every angle, so stay tuned and look out for new shows dropping throughout the week. But for now, let's go to the podium. You know, it's uh, a lot of hard work. <clears throat> Excuse me, a lot of hard work that just paid off. And, and uh, you know, it's it's what we set out to do, uh, obviously. Um, you know, we did obviously this, this journey, we didn't meet a lot of our goals, but one of them is to get into the postseason, and uh, uh, we were able to do that, and so we're excited for that. I do not. Not yet, no. Yeah, you know, it, again, it's uh, you know, 16 games. It's a, it's a journey. It's a long, it's a long season. We try to take them one at a time. And this team obviously went through a lot of adversity early in the year. Uh, we were without some of our starters first part of the year, and then, you know, uh, injuries began to pile up on us. But you know, this team really uh, hung together. I credit the leadership of the team, the coaches, uh, just keeping the guys focused on one game at a time and um this last half things began to kind of click for us and um you know the the guys just just got better as each each week came and and um you know uh to do what we've done here this last month month and a half is uh credit to the guys yeah i mean it was 
lot of uh, a lot of excitement, a lot of jubilation in the uh, in the locker room, and, and just just told the guys congratulations. We're in the postseason, and uh, um, you know it's what, what again it's what we I told them exactly. You know what I mentioned earlier. You know we set out to to, to get yourself into the tournament. They've done that, and um, you know we just got another opportunity next week. I mean, you know, it's obviously uh, you can look back on it and, and do a lot of what ifs, but you know, bottom line is we, we gave ourselves an opportunity. Uh, we had to win this game tonight. Uh, the guys, uh, you know, played a dominating performance and and, and took care of our end, and um, you know, we're just excited to, to to continue our season. Is there something to be said for playing your best football at this point? I, I think so. Um, you know, I, I think you, you, you start the year trying to figure yourself out just a little bit, trying to see who you are, what your identity is going to be. And, um, you know, and then, then on top of that, we, we threw in a bunch of injuries. So we we're playing with a bunch of new guys, new faces. And um, I, I think this team is, is playing uh, better this time of year. Um, and, and uh, you know, we just, uh, we're, we're just fortunate and happy to, to be playing one more week. Just a swarming defense tonight. I thought they uh, really got after uh, you know the quarterback. Um, they controlled the line of scrimmage, shut the run down, which is something we talk about all the time. And you know, um, anytime you can put pressure on a quarterback and just make him uh, you know throw from different spots or not in rhythm, uh, gives yourself a chance. And then defense just uh, just played fast and, and really swarmed around tonight. Nick tied a league record for 25 straight completions during the game. He looked very very settled. I'm assuming he's well. He's going into well, yeah, I mean, you know, you got to understand that he started the first two games of the year and he played all the preseason. So he, he's, he's, he's had a lot more time out on the field this year than he did last year. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're comfortable, but uh, at the same time, we can continue to get better. And um, I'm happy for Nick, obviously, uh, for, for that uh, uh, completion, you know, tying it. Um, it's credit to him, but um, you know we'll uh, we'll get ready to play next week. Can you speak to uh, your confidence in Nate Sudfeld and kind of what he showed you on, on that scoring drive? Yeah, I mean, you know, we talked right before that drive and just told him, you know, we we're gonna we we're gonna start settle him in with a couple of runs, and then he mentioned uh, to me about you know trying to move the pocket, and, and that's what what it was on the touchdown pass to, to Nelson, and um, he did a nice job. Came in there, he was poised. Um, you know, he was excited to get in the game and, and did some did some nice stuff. Were you guys scoreboard watching the game? The fans, you could see the fans. I, I know the fans were, and, and you, from time to time, I think it was on the the, the, the score was up. But um, quite frankly, I was I was locked into the game, but uh, can't say everybody was. I'll find out more once I talk to the medical team. Yeah. Darren's uh, Dan, he's a true professional. Uh, he's a leader in that room, a veteran player. Um, it's exciting to see him out there and doing the things he's capable of doing and helping our team. And um, he's just done some really nice, some nice stuff. And, and, I'm, and I'm excited and happy for him. Uh, one, now he gets to uh, experience the postseason. Um, he missed it last year, obviously, and, and uh, I'm happy for him. You know, I just um, 
we just kept staying the course. We had to just continue to trust the process, you know, the, our, our process in Philadelphia. And, and that's that's come to work every day and, and roll up your sleeves and, and get better. Just get 1% better each day. And um, guys did that. You know, I, I entrusted our leadership of the team, the veteran players, and uh, they, they responded and, and responded well the second half of the year. Good. All right. Thanks, guys. I'm sore, so I'm sore. We're going to continue to figure out what's going on. Uh, we're going to find out more about what's going on in the morning. So, um, I mean, ribs area. So, I mean, like like I said, I don't really have a lot of information right now. So tomorrow will be a big day. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's been a, like I said, it's been a crazy year. Um, it was really special as we were waiting for the other game to finish after we had taken care of business on the field. Um, you know, it's, it's super exciting. I mean, anytime you're, you're blessed to be able to play in the playoffs and especially the road we've had these last several weeks, I mean, it hasn't been an easy ride. And, uh, you know, we got some help today. And, uh, I mean, it's really special. We get to keep playing. We get to wear the Eagles jersey one more time. Um, and... You know, I'm, I'm really excited. The locker room's super excited, and, you know, it'll be hard to sleep tonight. Yeah, I think the big thing I've talked about is, you know, there was never a, a quitting attitude. I mean, though we might not have been winning all the games we wanted to, um, guys never gave up, um, never wavered. We just kept working, kept believing, um, kept communicating with one another. And it, it, sometimes it just takes time. You know, we talk about adversity, going through adversity. Um, and, you know, it just shows that if you stick together, you lean on one another, you can do great things. So we got to keep doing that. I mean, nothing surprises me playing football. Um, you go through so many emotions. Uh, you get to see so many different things. I mean, you have so many different people coming together from different backgrounds to, you know, achieve a common goal. Um, you, the key is, you know, how do you come together and face adversity with one another? And we've experienced that. But the beautiful thing about the Eagles is, you know, we're able to bring everyone together and be on the same page to, you know, really attack the adversity. When, when we see adversity, we know what's going on. And then that's where we really lean on each other and keep going. You tied an NFL record with 25 straight completions at one point in this game. What kind of role were you on? What would you feel like? I mean, I honestly had no idea that I completed that many in a row. And, like, I, I was just playing, like I say, playing the play. And then, uh, you know, later found out the one that I, I missed on was the one I double clutched and just threw a horrible pass. Um, but we scored the next play, um, so it wasn't meant to be. Um, but I, I don't know. I was just in the zone, you know, started out early, you know, early pick, uh, bad decision, ball got away. That's on me. Um, but that, that's adversity that we talk about. And, you know, we, we just kept getting, kept sticking together, kept communicating on the sidelines. And, you know, ultimately we were able to put together a lot of great drives, a lot of long drives that, you know, anytime you can hold the ball, keep marching, convert on third downs, convert on fourth down, um, that's big for our team and our rhythm. Speaking of which, uh, you ever been part of a 12-minute drive? Uh, I don't know. That was a long one. That was a really long one. And, you know, I, it's, it's not easy to do. Um, you know, the guys did a great job executing the plays. We kept, you know, staying inside the chains. Uh, there wasn't a lot of huge plays on, on that drive, but we were able to execute when we needed to and ultimately allowed our defense to just rest and then, you know, go down and score. Describe the crowd because we could yeah. hear them chanting every time the Bears score came up. Like, it felt like a whole game out there. Describe that. I mean, the Eagles fans are unbelievable. Um, 
I've said it before. I know we're not at the link, but playing at the link, running out of the link is there's nothing like it. And then, you know, you make the link, you make this the link today. Um, they were out there, they were loud, um, the support, I mean, the whole stadium was green. Um, and that's always huge. Um, it'll be, it'll be big this week coming up. Um, the, our, our fans give us such amazing support and, you know, we love it. During this game, this game, when you were at the field, how aware were you, how were you of the score the other day? I wasn't really paying attention. I, I, I mean, I know they kept popping up, but I looked away. I, I didn't want to know. I didn't want to affect my, you know, what was going on in our game. Um, I really wanted to stay focused on, you know, winning this game. I, you know, I didn't want to let them back in. Um, I thought, you know, the Redskins de- defense, you know, that's who I was competing against. They were, they, they did a good job tonight. They were playing, they were playing hard. They were showing different looks. Um, that's a, that's a good defense. Uh, not yet. Um, not right now. I'm just going to sort of live in the moment right now. Um, obviously, they're a great team. Um, I know Coach Nagy. He's one of my favorite people in the world. When they hired him, I knew right away that he was going to be an outstanding hire, um, and he has been. So once I get to film, study them a little bit more. But, I mean, I, I know that, you know, they're one of the best teams in the NFL, so it's going to be a tall task. What's the I think the thing that I always admire, um, you know, Doug's in this category, Nagy's in this category, um, Andy Reid, they're, they're genuine. Like, they are who they are. I mean, I went to training camp, you know, signed late to Kansas City, went to get my physical, um, and was dropped off at Nagy's house um, and I believe, Overland Park because it was his off day, and I had known him from my rookie year. I got to spend time with his family, hang out, and then I drove back with him. And I didn't have a car, so he let me use his car in training camp um, so I could get from place to place, and he just rode with a coach. I mean, that's who he is. And not only, you know, as a person, but as a coach, he's unbelievable. Um, so I, I admire him. I'm proud of him. Um, it'll be fun to compete against him. Oh, it, you know, my plan is to get ready to roll. Um, that's my plan. Obviously, we still have to look into a lot of different things tomorrow. But, um, you know, I was, it's unfortunate I couldn't finish the game today. But... You know, I'm ready. You know, I want to get this thing going. I don't want to, you know, I want to wear that jersey, you know, one more time and hopefully more. But, you know, all we have guaranteed is, you know, this week. So, um, once again, just staying in the moment and taking care of what I got to take care of now. Well, the couple more questions. This team has suffered in the last couple of years. A couple of disease as a football team, especially from a mental standpoint. You said from injuries and stuff? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a resilient team. I think it goes from, you know, leadership down. I mean, that's what, you know, creates the environment. Um, and when a guy's injured, you see guys, you know, rally around the new guy. And then they're, even the guy who's injured is there supporting. And we've seen that with this team. And that's something that's very special and you don't see everywhere. So um, it's, a, it's a resilient group. Um, like I've said, I, I enjoy every day I get to go to the NovaCare facility and work with every single person in that facility, um, and I'm excited we were able to earn one more week of it. Nick, what would you take uh, from last year's playoff experience, and what would you try to implement into this year, anything? I think the big thing um, I learned a lot last year, and I talk about just staying in the moment. Um, it's a big stage. I mean, it's the playoffs. We're going to go against one of the best teams in the NFL at their place. Um, it's a big stage, so just staying in the moment, controlling what we can control. You know, not like I said, don't worry about the score, just play. Um, we have a lot of preparation coming up, so when I when I simplified things like that last year, it helped a lot, and I've learned a lot more since. So 
I'm going to, you know, pull on everything I know to get ready this week. Take one more from Bob, and then we're going to go. If this were a playoff game, could you have finished? I, I would do everything I can to get back out there. So it's a, it's a, it's a hypothetical question that I'm not going to answer, but it was, a, it was a very nice try. I thought that that's a less, less usually would ask that question, but you know, it was good. But I, you know, you try to. Less, could you ask that? I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to take care of business. Get ready. Um, it's sore. It's sore. Um, you know, and uh, but I'm, I'm like I said, I'm optimistic. I feel feel like we'll get this thing situated. And, you know, my goal is to be out there and play. Okay. Thanks. Thank y'all. Got your laundry list of players. Good afternoon. Who starts a quarterback on Sunday? Nick. How's he feeling? Today? Feeling good. You have to manage him at all this week because of it. Um, well, we'll you know Wednesday uh, again will be a walkthrough, so you know there's nothing nothing real taxing there. It's just more mental reps, and then Thursday we'll uh, you know uh, as the as the week goes, we'll, we'll I don't want to say cut him loose, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll take care of him and, and make sure he's ready for Sunday. What, what do the tests show um, as far as his you know, ribs, chest area is concerned? I didn't see him. I don't know. What, I don't know what the Did I don't you know what it said. What it read, what it looked like. I don't know. Obviously, you assigned to start him, though, based on. Yeah, everything was good. It was clear. Okay. Yeah, so, just walking training, anything that you're doing, um, it seems like it really paid off in this last in this last game. Uh, did you did you see that, especially with the defense, really came out with their legs on the run? Yeah, it, it's some, something I've done now the last couple of weeks. Um, and quite frankly, just uh, it's a little more rest. Uh, you get guys that are nicked up that maybe wouldn't practice Wednesday normally. They can actually get some some mental reps. You know, we know the guys are going to be in the game, so we want to make sure that they can still get the the rep on Wednesday, and allows us to get twice as many you know plays in. And, and so it's been it's been good. Uh, guys have responded well, and and uh, you know it's something that uh, this time of year um, is good for us. So that's what's the, uh, what's, what's the um Word on Carson Wentz before we practice this week. I don't have any further updates on on Carson at this time. Is it it fair to say or safe to say that Nick's going to be a quarterback as as long as you win? For this week. I mean, is there any scenario where. There's no guarantee we're going to win this game. I understand. I'm just saying if, you know. Yeah, I'll evaluate next Monday. So you started this. I know. Thanks. Thanks for trying. You started this most recent stretch with a. Tough road win against a really good team, and uh, you're facing sort of a similar situation this week. Tough road game, really good team. What do you think y'all can take from that experience in LA, or, or you know, just turning things around there and employ this week to kind of use? I, I think there's some some great lessons that we can learn as a football team. Um, you know, going into a, obviously a hostile environment um, against good football teams, offense and defense, special teams uh, included. You know. Um, Obviously now it's it's heightened because it's the it is the playoffs you know and it's uh, it's a wild card round uh, against a team that uh, um, you know defensively has really kind of you know staked a claim. I mean they're you know they're creating turnovers, um, they're getting after the quarterback. I mean you look at that game yesterday, and, you know Vikings game, they're getting after Kirk Cousins and and uh, you know it's another challenge but but I think going into LA against that defense you know and against that offense prepares us for opportunities like this I even go back to the New Orleans game where yeah we didn't win the game but I think learning from that type of environment as well um, you know 
I know we came up short in the, the Cowboy game down there in overtime, but I think those are all lessons that we can learn on how to finish, how to be prepared um, against uh, against good football teams and, and being able to take that on the road. You have chosen not to put Carson uh, on IR from the outside looking in. It seems like that was maybe sort of a backup plan in case something happened to Nick. So have you, have you talked to Carson? Has, has there been any thought of, of letting, letting him try to practice this week? I have not talked uh, talked to Carson today, and no. Doug, how much from the experience that you guys went through last year in the playoffs? How much can you pull from that now, and how much of an advantage can that be for this team right now? I think you can you can draw some uh, some conclusions, some parallels from that. I think I think the team uh, how you know the, the biggest difference now is that obviously we have to go on the road. Uh, last year we had the luxury of having a bye, and then of course playing at home for for possibly two games. So. Um, we understand that we're on the road, and but but having guys that have been through it, I think the the heightened uh, sense of awareness, the urgency, um, the sort of the you know it's a do or die, you know backs against the wall mentality. I, I think those are all things that we can definitely draw from last year's postseason run, you know, now into this game. And so just to confirm, is Nate Sudfield the, the number two on Sunday against the Bears? As of right now. Doug, uh, fair enough. Sorry, don't, sorry, don't get nervous. <laughs> uh, your your history with with Matt and Mike Rode as big fans, you know really well. This is not an opponent you play all that often, but does that help uh, in preparation that you guys know the coaching staff pretty well? I think so. Um, you know, we we played him last year. I know it's a different head coach, different offense, but defensively it was very similar. You know, the year before, and um, but uh, yeah, I think you know there's definitely some. And having played Kansas City last year, uh, I think you can draw some parallels there a little bit. And then, of course, what they're doing this year, um, you know, in not only in KC but but in Chicago with with Coach Nagy, and um, you know, he does a good job of moving his guys around. And, and uh, you know, Cohen's all over the place, and and he's a he, he's a you know he's a challenge. He's you know he's a, he's a load. But you know, uh, I, I I think back to the the Rams game and a lot of their moving parts, and it kind of goes back to the, the question earlier um, how we were able to handle some of the moving parts there with the LA game I think uh, can 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 help us you know moving forward in this game do you met Maggie C offense similarly oh. sorry wow <laughs> go ahead it's hard to get a question in here I know just boom right out of left field yeah. all right say that again sorry do you and Matt Maggie C offense similarly uh, do you think uh, yeah I, I think so I, I think so um, obviously you know I mean, you can draw parallels from Coach Reed. We both, you know, kind of learned under him, and and, um, and and so I know I know Matt is very, uh, you know, he 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 definitely is an aggressive coach. He's got an aggressive mindset, um, you know, and and he's very creative, and that's what you're seeing uh, on on tape and in games, and and so I, I think there's some similarities there, but you know, you always have to. Sort of adapt to your person, uh, your personnel, and your personality as a team, and, and that's what he's been able to do, and it's been successful for him, and and uh, would expect much of the same. Along those same lines, Doug, have you given any thought as to, to why Andy's coaching tree has has had the, the type of success that it has? Uh, yeah, I, you know, I mean, it's I get asked that a little bit from time to time. I, I just think that you know one of the things that Andy um, has kind of instilled in in as assistant coaches, just a work ethic, a drive. I mean, 
you know, you got to put in the, the hard work and preparation. I say that a lot to the players, but I'm also speaking to the coaches. You got to spend time, you know, and, and studying your opponents and especially as play callers. But, you know, um, if your assistant coaches aren't prepared and detailed during the week, it's going to carry over, obviously, to their position. And, and, and sometimes, you know, that, that can affect the outcome of the game. But I think one of the things that Andy really does a, a good job and a great job of is how well he prepares his assistant coaches to just coach and teach and and uh, uh, sort of hit the ground, you know, running a little bit. And, and um, you know, it's, it's paid off, obviously, in my case and, and now in, in Matt's case. Doug, in 2016, you were one of a bunch of coaches hired. And you're the last guy standing of that group. Um, <laughs> do you, uh, do you, did, did you follow that group? Because um, you were kind of being compared with those guys for a long time. All I can remember, I think I was seventh of seven that year. That's all I remember. No, I, you know, listen, I, you got to have confidence in your ability. Um, and, and, you know, I, obviously I'm, I'm not going to speak for the other guys, but, um, I had a lot of confidence uh, in myself. Uh, I felt like, uh, you know, you have to surround yourself with, with really, really good assistant coaches, good coordinators, um, and, and guys that love ball and love to teach and, you know, that's obviously a, a, a something I learned from Mike Holmgren and, and Andy. And, um, you know, um, again, I, I can't I can't speak for the others, but that's just what I know. And then and then having the ability in myself and, and confidence in myself to to lead and to teach and to um, get guys to play. Um, you know, I feel like if that's good enough, it's, it's good enough. Guys like Fletcher Cox and Malcolm Jenkins have, have meant to you guys, especially over these last six weeks, you know, just holding everything together both on the field and, and with their play on the field. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's really good to see both of those guys, leaders of the team, both on the you know my, my committee um, and guys that, that, you know, after – after New Orleans, quite frankly, you know, rose up and and and, and challenged the uh, challenged the guys to, you know, it's time to it's time to go. We got to get this fixed. And um, you know, they're obviously valuable on the football field, but but off the field as well, uh, in their in their roles, whether they're, you know, talking to, to young players or, or bringing somebody along and, um, you know, kind of kind of showing them showing them how to win. And and that's 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 important too. And um, it's great to have both those guys, you know, on the team. Is uh, given uh, Nick's situation coming back from getting banged up a little bit, do you anticipate, anticipate this being like a normal reps week for Nate, or just scout team only, or might you throw him in for a couple more? I would, I would anticipate a normal week, um, you know, for for both those guys in that capacity. You know, it's hard to say until we really get to Thursday, but you know, right now, I would anticipate being the same. Yes, walk through again. Uh, this will be the second postseason in a row where Carson Wentz has to watch, most likely. Is there anything to be gained from that? And if not, I mean, well, I mean, I think, I think, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you, you know, Carson, you've talked to him, you, you know, he wants to be out there and, and be with his team and, um, you know, it, it is unfortunate that it's not it's not that case. But right now, he's he's being very supportive and and uh, he's he's healing and um, he's doing everything he can to, to help help Nick and 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 um, you know that's uh, that's his role right now. 
posted through several different messages this week, um, or, or this year rather. The new norm, embrace the target, pressure's off to name a few. Now that you're playing your best football heading into road playoff situations, what's the message now? Doesn't have to change. Message does not have to change. Um, you know, we still gotta, we still gotta be focused. We still gotta have faith. We still gotta believe. Um, you know, so you, you know, when, when I said the new norm, I mean the new norm is just that. I mean, we we expect to be playing, you know, in in the postseason each year, and it doesn't matter how you get in, uh, whether you go, you know, thirteen and three to to nine and seven. If you get a chance to get in, you get in. And, uh, and and you see what happens, and and so from that standpoint, uh, I just want the guys to understand that the guys that are going to be here, that that's that's why we train in, in the off season and training camp and put all that time in for moments now like this. This is what this is what you play for, and uh, you get a chance to to be in this tournament and again compete and um, you know play for another world championship if possible, and um, that's what I want our guys to expect. Do you have a chance to get somebody like Sidney Jones or Mike Wallace in this week, you think? Um, both of those guys are doing well. I, I think, you know, Mike will continue to do the individual stuff. Um, Sidney is a little more day-to-day. Um, but, uh, you know, still, still a little bit of a long shot. How about Isaac? Uh, Isaac will actually get a few more reps this week. We'll see where he's at. Is that you or who? That's you? Yeah. All right, thanks. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.